The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys would join us here. On Thursday, still no word from the congressman. <laughs> we were told tentatively uh, for him to be on this this week, or at least get a pre-record. That's what I'm, I'm assuming. So we still got a couple of days. Maybe we're going to hear from him or not. Uh, but his his guy has told us that they're they have us in line and they have a lot of media requests uh, currently. So we are in in the queue. So hopefully we're going to bring Congressman Massey on here very shortly. I, I think that uh, he's a guy who needs to be encouraged for doing his job there up in D.C. One of the very few who's doing it. Um, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. You can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com and scroll down just a little bit there on the right, and you'll see the video going. And uh, just hop on there, make it a, a big thing on your screen <laughs> to watch what we're going to do today. I'm going to show you a lot of articles that we've covered and relate some of the things that's going on in our country and even the world, and how those things have transpired. Also, you can watch this video feed on my Twitter account at FPP Tim. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com and then DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And finally, Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life. You can find us there at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. And uh, we appreciate all of your support. Good morning to everybody in the chat room. Glenn and Brian and Monica and Chris and Tina and Becky and who else do we have? Don and and Greg. Those are the ones that I see in there. Uh, And then there are some other people, Troy and Mike and Carrie and David, who are there on my Facebook page and appreciate all of you guys' support as well. Now, today's going to be a little different, okay? Um, Today is different because... I always get people who say, well, you just don't like the police, Tim. You just hate the cops. You're a liberal. You're a leftist. All this stuff. Okay, today's a good a good um, report on police officers, okay? Um, I don't badmouth good cops who do what they're supposed to do, okay? Which, in the long, in the long run, is they are first responders. Now, that ought to tell you something. It's kind of like a fireman. It's kind of like um, uh, an EMS person. They respond to something that has already happened 
or that is occurring. Okay, they're not there. You know, the old saying is, "I carry a gun because a cop's too heavy to carry on my back." Right? They're not there to stop crime. They're there to respond to it after it has occurred. And this is why it is up to you to protect and defend yourself and your families and your neighborhoods and all of that other. That is up to you. Now, one of the things that we saw before I get to the information, well, let me give you let me give you just a, a sample of this. You've been seeing and hearing in the news of the people who are now taking to the streets in protest. They're setting up a lot of these things um, on Facebook. Uh, reopen South Carolina, reopen North Carolina. Somebody had a great one the other day, Repent North Carolina, uh, which I think was their version of the reopen, which is good. Um, we, we saw the, the turnout in uh, Michigan. And, and how could you not when you have a governor who is imposing bans on garden centers? Okay. I'm surprised. I haven't heard from people in Vermont just yet. Uh, <laughs> allowing Walmart to declare that Seeds are non-essential, so we're not going to sell those to you. You can, buy, you can be in our store anyway to sell things, but this should tell you there's an agenda. Okay, When certain things, even when you're in the store, are off-limits for you buying, this should tell you there is an agenda. And that agenda is Agenda 21, and it's Agenda 2030, right on the back of it. These governors and these localities... In the states, and I believe at a certain level in the federal government, they're pushing the same stuff there. They're not telling you it's Agenda 21, but this is what's coming down the pipe. Okay? Now, I'll give you, for instance, again, let me go over here to SonsLibertyMedia.com and show people who are in who are in the viewing, viewing audience what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Here's an article I had up uh, middle of April, and this is telling what the what the governor was doing. In Michigan and what was taking place there at the Walmart in Vermont. Now, fast forward, what, a month later, and this is what we got. Michigan had massive protests against the governor there. And many of you have seen the videos. If you haven't, you can go to sonslibertymedia.com, but you've probably seen them already. Some people said there were upwards of 300,000 people there. I, I can't, <coughs> excuse me, I can't even imagine what that's like. 300,000 people, look at all these cars here that were that were blocking the way. And I'm sure that line stretched out much further than that. So you've got these kinds of things going on. Now, Michigan was the, was the really big one. There are some other ones that have been happening around the country. And as they planned them, what's happening? Well, they're using social media to do that. Now, I've told you, and we had uh, Jason Fick on to talk about his lawsuit against Facebook. It's currently in the Ninth Circuit Court, and he's hoping to take it to the Supreme Court because he says the law is so easy to understand, but he says it it needs to be tweaked a little so that it's even more clear as to their violations because they have set themselves up as a platform. They've done a bait-and-switch on the people. Look, even if you don't pay money into Facebook— you are, in essence, paying them something. You're paying them with information. Okay? You, they're taking your information, and they're selling it for advertising. That's what they're doing. Okay? 
So when you use it, when you like something, when you read something, when you like, uh, when you comment on something, they pick up on that. When you post something, they're they're picking up all this information, and they're advertising to you for it. Other people pay, and they build businesses online. And many people have spent hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in doing that. And Facebook has pulled the rug out from under them. Well, they're doing the same thing in this instance. There's supposed to be a platform that provides something where people can post as long as it's lawful. Okay? You say, well, free speech is just anything we want to. No, it's not. It really isn't. It's things that are lawful. You have the right to do the right thing, not the wrong thing. That's why you have rights. Because you have duties before God that need to be fulfilled. And if you're doing evil things with that, with what you're given, then no, you don't have the right to do that. So, here's what happens. People are organizing these protests on Facebook. And we discovered right after the Michigan deal, the protests, uh, well, it was um, uh, around that time, we're finding out that what Facebook is doing is they're banning protests against lockdowns. They're going in and taking people's pages down. That's right. De Zuckerberg <laughs> is shutting it down again. He's acting lawlessly. And it really is a shame that a platform that would have so much potential has become such a tyrannical thing that it has. Now, don't get me wrong. I use it to put out stuff for SonsLibertyMedia.com. If I, did, if I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't even use the thing. That's just me. Because um, I otherwise I don't have a use for it. Um, but that's that's me. That's what I would do. This is what they're doing. Now, as the people are standing up to this... There are those calling on police officers. For instance, we had um, we had two stories out of the UK. One of them, um, I didn't get to <clears throat> actually do the story before the Daily Mail got it, but I was gonna I was going to do it, and I should have had the time to do it. But there was just so many. There's been so much busyness here of late that I didn't get to this story because I was given the information, and by the time I got to it, which was a day and a half later. The Daily Mail already had it up. And what had happened was there was this tyrannical cop out of the UK. So he starts going after a guy. Okay, If you have not seen this video, let me see if I can uh, kick this on for those in the viewing audience and those of you listening by radio. You'll be able to hear this as well. What for? Give me the key. Mark, are you harassing me? What for? I haven't done nothing wrong. Tell these, mate. What, what? Oh, you've done nothing wrong. If you want to fucking step to me and put in your chest down, something like that, then fine, I'll lock you up. We'll do that, shall we? I'll make something up. Public order. Screw up to a police officer. Should I do that? Who are they going to believe, me or you? Who are they going to believe, me or you? You can film all you want. Don't worry about it. Well, obviously, they believed the young man. Now, this it was a result of being stopped uh, for being out, you know, not obeying the lockdown laws. The problem with this cop is 
He's tyrannical. He should have said, I'm not following those orders. I'm not going to tell people they can't be out around each other or they can't be out doing what they're doing. They're no threat to anybody. And so here's this cop. He tells him when he's asked, well, what did I do wrong? God goes, I'll just make stuff up. And who are they going to believe, me or you? Well, guess what? This gets out, apparently, to his boss, and he gets suspended. Good for his boss. Good for his boss. But his boss should have been telling all of these cops not to enforce this junk. That's what he should have been doing. Okay? Now, there's another one. Um, His name, and this one, again, was out of the UK as well, uh, Gary Brown. He has no relation to me. Uh, But if you did not get to see that one, I want to bring that up because I want to contrast it with what we're hearing coming out now. uh, And that's the only reason I'm doing it. But this guy, there is a journalist, and this was out, uh, I think this was out, was this last week? I can't even remember what day I'm in sometimes. (laughs) This one came out of uh, London in a park, and the police were arresting a woman who was walking by herself with her dog. Okay? Arresting her, and this journalist picked up his phone, starts filming it. Okay? And this is where this one comes from. You'll see what goes on. I'm not. I'm right. So he's filming the cops taking this woman here. She's got her dog. And they're taking her out the gate of the park. And you can see there's numerous police vans out here. Mercedes police vans at that. Um, so here's where he gets into the, the altercation with the cops. Watch this. Excuse me? You're on the boat! Yeah, I was going for a walk. Leave the area, please. Hey, I'm a journalist. I was going for a walk and I saw some police. Yeah, and I am exercising. And I'm a journalist. Yeah, I'm a journalist and I saw someone getting in a conversation with the police. And I was exercising. I was exercising. Sorry, mate. I'm a journalist. It doesn't matter. I was walking past and saw an incident. I appreciate that. And I was exercising. Listen, can you leave? I don't need to be surrounded by you are exercising or you go indoors. So I was video me, look, Sergeant Gary Brown, yeah, yeah. 30058, you. go home. Can we just stay two meters Go away? home. I, I'm, I'm trying. Go home. Go home or you get fined. Go home now. You're going to find me. Yes. Uh, I'm asking. I don't understand. I was walking past. I'm a journalist. I saw an incident. I don't care I wanted to make sure it was okay. Go home. I was. Hey, you're all very close you're to me. You're killing people. I'm not. Go I'm going for what? You're coming you close to me. I'm trying to. I'm not- you're killing people. Okay, did you catch that? You're killing people by being outdoors with a camera. You're killing people. Now, these knuckleheads are sitting in their vans together. You can see them. They're in close proximity. There ain't six feet apart between them standing even here. And they're right up on this guy. It's, it's absolutely insanity that these people can't think past the nose on their face. What's going on here? Then the journalist, the great thing uh, in this piece, was the journalist's take, um, and they they go and try to get him. Okay, I'm not going to go on with the thing because I want to push what's going on in America first, or second. They keep trying to get near him, and he's like, well, wait a minute, keep back from me. 
You know, there's just, you 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 claim there's social distancing and all this. You get back from me. There's another guy. Uh, he happens if you go to this article on Sons of Liberty, you can just put in Gary Brown and his name comes up. The the law. I've even got the the law here. Uh, the Criminal Justice and Courts Act of 2015 for the area of the UK. And it talks about how the police are to conduct themselves. They're not supposed to be behaving in any of this kind of stuff at all. Okay? They're not supposed to be en- engaged in any of that stuff. Uh, we have the other journalists, and this will be the final one that I give you before we move to the, the issue here in um, America. But I am going to tie it back over into Europe as to what happened with the Yellow Vest movement as well. Okay? But here's another one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it on, and then we're going to, uh, to fast-forward it just a tad um, to where the, the guy starts getting um, the police start coming towards him and harassing and him. And there's no reason why, no matter where you live or where you're from, that you can't maintain that. So that's where the, okay. the bus station is. It's also um, very, very shortly. All right, you'll see what happens here. Cop stops harassing me. Because they're coming after him now. Right. Yeah. First of all... No, no, don't touch me. Right, listen. Don't touch me. Get away. Get away. Right. I'm telling you now. Social distancing. This is not right? your exercise. You put that away. It's my... Ex- you don't tell me what to do. You do not tell me what to do. Right? I've got on my exercise. Goodbye. Are you going to move? I've got you on video. Are you going to move? This is not exercise. Are you going I'm to exercising now. I'm an, in- hey, I'm an independent journalist gathering content for the story. I am definitely allowed to Can be here. Can I have here. some ID, please? got no rights to ID. Can I have some ID, please? Mate, you're, so are, you, stepping are, you, are you walking around or not? Are you on exercise? Yeah, I am. You know, this is not contrary exercise. This is harassment. Okay. Get away from me. Okay. Keep your distance. <laughs> Keep your distance. You come here. Right, Oi, listen. Get your hands off me. Right. You are locked up. Beach of COVID-19 legislation. I don't think so, mate. Uh, it's amazing to me, and somewhere my cursor disappeared from my, from my screen. This is the kind of behavior that some of these police officers are engaged in. Now, you'll notice the whole black and white. I'm not going to get into that of the checkered thing and the Freemasons and all of that. But you'll notice this is who's running the show there in the UK. All these guys are tied to that. Okay, This is going on there. And at least you've got some people who are willing to say, no, you're wrong about what you're doing. All right? You're wrong about what you're doing. They're just harassing the people, and they're given a little bit of power. I, I used to, to, to go on, on uh, construction sites for apartment complexes. It was the most amazing thing. You would find, uh, you, mostly among the women, not, not among the, man, the men, but when, you, when the apartment complexes went up, and the women who ha- had been uh, letting pe- or signing people up to, to rent the apartments, if they were put in a position of authority, man, their attitude just went completely different in how they treated people. I didn't see it so much with the men, but I did see it with the women. It was This is what I see. You give a little bit of power like this, and that authority is to be used lawfully, not to be little tyrants. You give them that little bit of power. And they think they can just stomp around on people instead of serving the people, which is what they're supposed to do. Now, I'm going to get to the other part, the part of the police standing with the people. If you remember, um, we also had the issue of the yellow vests. Do you guys remember that? Uh, This was going on in Europe as well. 
and we had several stories uh, involving that movement. And, I mean, we had this one here. Uh, eventually, the police, the riot police, removed their helmets and joined with the citizens protesting corrupt government. All right? Um, and then we had this one out of France. The French police joined with the yellow vest after finding out government was ripping them off, too. <laughs> uh, it's nice when the police recognize that whatever they're doing to the, to the citizenry, they're a part of. It's nice when they recognize that. And it helps in our country if they actually know the Constitution and will obey it and will follow it. Now, we've had some calls out of the UK for this. One is David Icke. Now, I, you know, I disagree with David Icke on several things, but boy, on the, on the tyranny part, the guy is on it. He's on the smack. He really is. And um, he, the video interview with him on London Real, millions of views, even though every platform was trying to take it off as fast as it would go up. I mean, I... I think they're fools for their pains for uh, trying to do that because uh, the people have the power in that area. They can keep knocking it off all day long, and more copies are going to go up than they can shake a stick at. And by doing that, they only make it more popular. It's kind of like the folks that thought they were doing everybody a favor by taking those little um, uh, parental advisory stickers. Remember when they started doing that? I think they started doing that back in like the 80s. Somebody had an album out. I don't even remember what it was. And they put the little parental advisory sticker on it. Well, all that did was draw attention to the CD or the, I think it was the records at that. I think we still had vinyl. Now they brought vinyl back. But it just drew attention to it. Same thing's happening here. And people are starting to hear the truth and they're starting to realize, if they haven't already realized anyway, that what's being said is true. And the tyranny has, is not coming. It's been here. It's just taking the mask off so people can see it. So, with that said, we're not only seeing the people in Michigan, we're seeing the other states set these things up. We had this article that came out um, yesterday from Mac. People are, being, are over being on their knees. They're now disobeying tyrants. And, and what's the old motto? Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. Because God gave us His law, and He expected us to be lawful. And being lawful, part of that, is to obey Him. And when the tyrant says something that is against Him, and it infringes on the liberty of the people who are not doing evil, then we are to resist that. In fact, um, when you go and look at the original seal of America... The picture is Moses and the children of Israel crossing through the Red Sea and the armies of Pharaoh being destroyed. That was the original seal. And it was resistance to tyrants as obedience to God. <clears throat> so when you have these things in order, here's what, here's what Mac had to say. And I, I thought it was a good piece. So I'm going to read just a few lines to you before I get to the, the police part here. This is one of the most positive posts I've ever written. We're witnessing humanity on a large scale standing up. People are getting off their knees and disobeying the lockdown orders of tyrants. As I've said before, the government and elitists only have power over you if you allow them. 
if you allow them. More and more people around the globe are waking up to their enslavement, standing up to those who want ultimate control over their lives and to rule them. If you have been an advocate for freedom and a voluntary society for any amount of time, you'll know what we are witnessing is unprecedented. It took a massive amount of human rights abuses for the public to wake up. But the good news is that they have, and we're now among the many. Now, for those who are viewing and not just listening by radio, we've got this little uh, picture of all these uh, elitist types, uh, Soros and company, sitting around a Monopoly board on the backs of the people. And it says all we have to all we have to do is stand up and their little game is over. In other words, if the people stand up, the Monopoly board just goes everywhere. It's a it's a great image. It really is. I'm, th- I'm thinking about posting this on maybe the Facebook page or something to get that around to some people. Maybe that'll shake some other people up to think about things. One thing that Max says is one example of removing power from tyrants comes from San Clemente, California. The city decided to go all out of control, dump 37 tons of sand on a local skate park in order to prevent kids from skating during the coronavirus lockdown. Now think about that. They used your money out there in California to dump 37 tons of sand on a skate park. They're going to use your money to make somebody go clean that up when they decide, nah, we don't, you know, we're, we're over this or whatever happens, okay? So it's just a waste of money. It's tyrannical. But just a few days later, local skaters were shredding again after removing the sand themselves. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're not going to have to do that. <laughs> but this would be the normal course of thing. They cause the problem. They come in to bring the solution. But the skaters got rid of the sand, started skating. Not only did they remove the sand, but the dig-up was aided by dirt bikers who used it to make a course. Boy, talk about innovative the dig-up was filmed by motocross uh, video, videographer Connor Erickson, who headed up over to the skate park to help the effort and use the sand as a dirt bike course. Took advantage of all the sand the city dumped <laughs> into the San Clemente skate park, then helped some local skaters dig it all out so they could do some social shredding. Oh, I, I, you, you got to love it. Then in Alabama's Shelby County, a barbershop plans and to reopen on Friday, completely disregarding the orders barked by tyrants to remain closed and give up their livelihood. The mailroom, a full-service barbershop in the Inver- Inverness Corners Shopping Center off Highway 280, will be offering its services by appointment only starting Friday and with safety measures in place. Scott Farr, president and partner of Irvin Farr Incorporated, which owns the barbershop, said in a Facebook post Tuesday. Uh, we've got some other things here. Uh, Bangladesh, India, and and some other things like that. But you get the idea. And these are just a couple of examples. And this is what I've said all along. We don't beg governors to obey the law. We don't beg the president for things. We don't beg mayors to not be tyrannical. We tell them, you're not going to be tyrannical with me. And we live our lives the way we live our lives. Now, we do it in humility, don't get me wrong, but when these guys go out and they start usurping the authority that was given to them, they are not to be obeyed. 
If you missed our show on Resistance to Tyrants with Gordon Runyon, head over to the YouTube channel, go over to Sons of Liberty Media, put in Resistance to Tyrants in our channel, and you'll find it. Gordon's written on this subject with Romans 13. They have the authority to bring justice upon evildoers. And I often put this to, to people. How do you determine an evildoer? Is it your standard? Is it my standard? And we just come up with that willy-nilly out of our mind, whatever we're going to do? No, we do it according to a just and holy law. And that law comes outside of us, even though it's innate in us because we're made in the image of God, the one who gave the law. And when you start dealing out justice, if you will, over unjust laws, you're acting tyrannically. I've given many people several instances of this. Um, you, you, can, uh, you can be fined and jailed for having a plant. Really? Really? That's what we're up at now. And that results in even greater infringements on rights by tyrants, no-knock raids, killing innocent people in the wrong house, raiding the wrong houses, over plants. Now, I'm not an advocate for people abusing and getting stoned out of their mind or any of this other. I'm not. But, but that's wrong. That's wrong. Even God doesn't have a law like that. Okay? Then you get other things. You get speeding violations. Oh, well, you could cause you could cause somebody to be hurt. Yeah, but the guy, the state agent, gets to go as fast as he wants. Does he is he not putting lives in danger too? And then they steal your livelihood. Hundred, two hundred dollars for your fine. And they don't stop anything because nothing happened. These are instances where tyranny has crept in, and we've just accepted it as the norm. We've just accepted it as the norm. So what's happening now? Well, as I mentioned to you before, David Icke had, had called out the police, uh, at least in that area, and he says, you need to look your children in the eye and tell them you enforced this tyranny that's going on. I mean, it's From what I hear... Over in England, it's far worse than what it is here in the U.S. Far worse. We're getting a little bit of seeing that in some instances. Okay, but just like the police in the in uh, Europe, who stood with the yellow vests because they understood this tyranny is happening to us too. We're not going to obey these orders, and there's a whole lot more people that we can stand with other than you guys. And basically, the police are the front line there. And if the if the front line turns on the tyrant, the tyrant has nothing to do but either act completely irrationally or to stand down and to do what's lawful. So, here's what we got. Yesterday, I put out this story. The police have begun to revolt against tyrannical edicts from local authoritarians, and it came... The story really is, you know, I, I gathered from um, uh, Tristan Justice at The Federalist. Police chiefs from Texas to Washington are standing up against draconian orders from local leaders, demanding strict adherence to extreme social distancing measures to curb the spread of the novel... I love that. Wuhan coronavirus. It's novel. 
It's just not real, folks. The lie, I can't. I don't know how I can get it across to people. Why do you think that they? Let me ask you this, because I just want to touch on that. This is what's doing it. The tyranny is being imposed over lies, not truths. Lies. That's what they're being. That's what's being imposed. And that's why the reference to novel. Why is it that we're not seeing any COVID? 19, any coronavirus-like actual images. Why are all of them computer-generated? It kind of reminds you of, oh, I don't know, NASA's images of the Earth, right? You guys have seen that. You've seen all the Photoshop stuff that they've done. You can see it in the clouds where they copy and paste. They clone them. It, that's what it reminds you of. And yes, we've used some of them to speak to certain things because you're trying to get, put an image out that sort of relates to whatever you're talking about, whatever. I'm glad that they point out it's novel. It is. I'm not saying there's not something there, but as I, I reiterate over and over and over, it is not the cause of people's illnesses. It is a response to it. Something else is causing it. And I think we, when we listened to, to Mark Steele the other day, he's pointing out where these things re- come out. And I know some people had some issue with that in some of the comment section. But the fact of the matter is, is <clears throat> that even with the 5G, that stuff runs from 3 megahertz up to like 100 mega, or gigahertz. And right in the middle there, around 60, you start to see it peak up into 60, and it's it's going up on both sides of that. So these things are here. Yeah, Joy, do do put in the thing for NASA photos. In fact, I'll try to do that while I'm I'm continuing to to do things here, and um, I'll 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 just show you uh, some of what what goes on here. In fact, it's not too hard to find. Um, it comes up pretty quickly when you put in the pics of the Earth. Now, this is just this is just one thing, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But here are the images. Right from 1975 to 2002. Okay, this is what NASA put out, and you can do your own research as to to what goes on there, and you can come to your own conclusions. I'm not going to tell you what what to think. I'm just saying the information is out there if you want to look at it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right, so this is the issue with the police about the the the, the coronavirus and the things that are coming out. So. We're told that the Houston Police Officers Union believes everyone should be wearing a mask in public in order to protect themselves from the virus, and we are encouraging all of our officers to wear a mask. Now, look, they, they provided this statement. That statement is a, it's a lie. That's a lie. Why is it a lie? Again, these masks are not designed to stop something so microscopic. If you could even pass this stuff to somebody else, it's not designed to do it. Okay? All right. But they continue in their statement. However, we draw the line at the draconian measures Hidalgo has decided to engage in. Our officers work every single day to bridge the gap with our community and earn their trust. We will not stand idly by and allow Hidalgo to tear that bridge down with her horrific leadership and echo chamber decision-making. Now, Houston has some problems with some of their officers. We've reported on some of that. I believe it was out of Houston that uh, they had somebody who signed the affidavit. And what they did 
was one of the guys lied about it. They did a no-night raid, I think it was the middle of the night, on alleged drug dealers. Husband and wife, he was a veteran. They shot against the cops, and the cops killed them. They killed them. Now the guy is in big trouble, but the problem is there's a real big issue there. So that's what's going on. Um, In Washington, Snohomish County Sheriff Adam Fortney announced Tuesday that his officers would also abstain from enforcement of lockdown orders, joining Franklin County Sheriff J.D. Raymond, who said he would not stop churches and businesses from opening with reasonable distancing measures in place. Why? Why do these things have to be? Are these people doctors too? Do they know something that we don't? No, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing. As I have previously stated, I've not carried out any enforcement for the current stay-at-home order, Fortney wrote on Facebook. I will always put your constitutional rights above politics or popular opinion. We have the right to peacefully assemble. We have the right to keep and bear arms. We have the right to attend church service of any denomination. Fortney challenged Democratic Washington Governor Jay Inslee's lockdown orders as inconsistent, deeming some businesses essential over others, while government construction projects may continue, Fortney points out, private contractors remain out of work. Isn't that exactly what the issue is? Let me ask you something, folks. Whatever job that you have, is it essential to you? Is it? Meanwhile, government jobs are open. Meanwhile, liquor stores are open. Meanwhile, baby murder mills are open. Meanwhile, police are working. Meanwhile, those who you elected and the bureaucrats in that continue to work and get paid. How many of you have even seen that check that you were promised? And I'm not, I'm not going to harp on that a lot, but how many of you have even seen that so far? Hmm? Some of you are getting murder meals. Sorry about that. Baby murder meals. Abortion clinics. I call them what they are. <clears throat> how many of you have seen that? But your government loves you and they want to take care of you. I played the, uh, the little 40-second clip. From Ivanka Trump. Oh, we're working hard for you. We've got your back. She looks like she's smiling so much. Yeah? How you feeling about that, folks? Oh, well, Tim, I think they do care about us. I, I, it's not their job to care about us. It's their job to follow the law, to uphold the law. Charity is not the responsibility of government. It is the responsibility of individuals. This is why Jesus, when he gave that great parable that we know as the Good Samaritan, he didn't say, hey, you know, the Samaritan and the Jewish guy were enemies, and so the Samaritan uh, saw that the Jewish guy was, was hurt, and so what he did was he went, he, he just said, I'll be right back, i got to go get the magistrate, or i got to go get the healthcare professional, or i got to go get something else, and I need... I need um, I need Israel to pay for your health care. No, the Bible tells us 
that what he did was he took oil and wine, he put it on his wounds, he cared for him out of his own pocket, so to speak, put him on his donkey, took him to an inn, made sure he was taken care of. He was on a journey too. So we told the innkeeper, he said, look, I'll be back in a few days. And whatever you know, you use up, I'll pay it. He didn't look to anybody else. The charity came from the man himself. And this was considered, the Samaritan was considered to be the mortal enemy of the Jew. And yet he loved him enough to care for him, to bind up his wounds, and make sure he was taken care of. Right? That's what he did. And we've lost sight of that. Not only here in the United States, we've lost sight of that around the world. In the, in the, in the lands where socialized medicine is put in, we've lost sight of caring for one another. Now you say, well, why are you going down that trail? Because it all parallels together. When the police understand that their job is to serve, and frankly, they should be doing that before they become policemen. They should be serving people in their community. And they should be known by that. In fact, I would almost say if you're not serving and being, if you're not being charitable in your community, I question whether you ought to be a police officer. Okay? That's just me. Because that attitude is going to transfer over. It's going to transfer over into what they do. So when we have people like Sheriff Darleaf, who was on with us for a few minutes um, on Tuesday, he's doing just that. And he's known in his community for that. He's known as being a good man. That's something that should be praised. You, you, should, you should praise a man who does good. Right? Because it works the opposite way uh, for what uh, Romans 13 says. Remember, it says, he carries the sword not in vain, is to punish the evildoer. He says, you want, to, you want to receive praise? Do good, and you'll receive praise from the same. And he's talking about those who are in positions of authority who do good. The same thing happens with, if you're a policeman and you do a really good job, you usually receive praise for that from your community. Sheriff, a governor, a mayor, whatever the case may be. If you're doing good, and that's the issue, and there's only one way you can define what is good, and that is through the law of God. That's it. Let me continue with some of this, this story on the police. As I arrive at work at the courthouse, I see landscapers show up each day to install new landscape. Uh, this is um, uh, Mr. Fortney writing here. I see landscapers show up each day to install new landscape and maintain our flower beds, he wrote. However, a father who owns a construction company and works alone while outdoors is not allowed to run his business to make a living to provide for his family and children? This contradiction is not okay and is bordering, bordering on unethical. No, it's not bordering on unethical. It is unethical. It is lawless. Further east in Michigan, four sheriffs in the northwest part of the Mitten also announced last week that they would refuse to enforce Democrat Governor Gretchen Whitmer's lockdown orders, which have been the most extreme in the country. By the stroke of a pen, Whitmer has deemed it illegal for Michiganers 
to travel between residences or buy seeds while lottery tickets remain permitted to purchase. Again, this is Agenda 21. This is Agenda 2030. They are pushing it, and the people have been sitting on it for far too long. And I'm telling you, the next time they do this, the American people better not sit for three, four, five weeks, whatever the case may be. You need to tell them right off the bat, no. And if you own a business, I've said it before, arm yourself and go open your business. And let liberty-minded people either determine they want to stay home because they're scared of the non-existent lies or of the lies that they're being told by the media and by these tyrannical politicians or let them go out and purchase something at the store, work out in the yard, start their business or whatever. That's what I say. Further east in Michigan, four sheriffs in the northwest part of the Mitten uh, announced they were going to do that. Okay, I read that part there. Sorry about that. Whitmer, the sheriff said in a joint statement, has created a vague framework of emergency laws that only confuse Michigan citizens. Well, yeah, because they're lawless. And who is the lawless one? It's Satan. And what does he do? He confuses. God gives clarity. Satan brings confusion. And so here's what they wrote. As a result, we will not have strict enforcement of these orders. We will deal with every case as an individual situation, apply common sense in assessing the apparent violation. We believe that we are the last line of defense in protecting your civil liberties. I, I think that's great, but what you should do is reject all of it because they don't have any authority to be telling people where they can go, what they can do, when they can do it. You should reject the whole thing. It shouldn't be, we're going to do this on a common sense. But the common sense thing is that none of this stuff applies. That would be the common sense thing. As the pandemic over the Wuhan coronavirus stretches into the next month, wreaking havoc on the American economy, an anxious public is losing its patience with increasingly strict lockdowns, keeping millions out of work while models have proven inaccurate. They're not just inaccurate. They're lies. They continue to lie about it. Since the start of the pandemic, more than 22 million Americans have filed for unemployment over just four weeks, and protests against shelter-in-place orders have begun to appear nationwide. Last week, several state governors announced they would allow shelter-in-place orders to expire either on or before April 30th, with certain conditions in place Excuse me, um, to kickstart their stalled economies while keeping the virus at bay. They're keeping the virus at bay. This is why... Oh, I'm like that guy on the Bruce Almighty. That's what all the gobbledygook that I hear with, with the stuff that comes out there. States preparing partial reopenings include Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, and Texas. Yes, in South Carolina, we've been kind of the middle of the road here. We, we've got a governor who did this essential, non-essential mess with businesses. It didn't stop anything. It doesn't slow anything. It doesn't keep something at bay that doesn't transfer to people. I don't know when people are going to look at it and and see things. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not about the economy. This is not about the economy. This is about lawful versus lawless. It is not about Republican and Democrat, um, right versus left, 
And it's not about the economy. The economy is only a symptom of our lawlessness in this country that we have let go. We have got to do more than just say, I'm going back to work. I'm not going to follow these unlawful laws. We have to be those who hold representatives to account. And I mean we have to bring the law to bear against them when they act lawlessly. That means they've got to be removed from office, and we got to, as the people, need to start charging these people and bring some serious justice upon them so that other people learn you don't go in there in that office and do what these people were doing. But we don't do that. We've gotten so cynical, and I'm cynical, don't get me wrong, but we've gotten so cynical to where we it's almost a joke to us that our representatives, our president, our senators, our governors, we find them to be corrupt. It's like, ah, yeah, it's kind of par for the course. We expect that, and we kind of joke about it or whatever. Instead of saying, no, that's a, that's a crime. You need to be removed from that and dealt with lawfully. This is the thing. I am thankful that there are some police officers uh, and sheriffs out there who've taken a stand with the people, not against them. I'm thankful that some that they understand that they're not to impose tyranny. They're not to follow unlawful orders. And we've still got a bunch that don't. can show you the stories on those too. But I did want to highlight for you the fact that there are some police who are at least acknowledging and saying, yeah, we're not going to go where you're going with this. Now, I think they need to come all the way and just ignore the orders. Just completely ignore them, not say stuff like, we're going to take this on a case-by-case base, basis, um, but that they will, they will stand with that and they'll do the right thing. This is what it's got to be. And the people, we've got to get behind them on that. We have to get behind them on that. And, you know, I hope that uh, you're taking time maybe as you come in contact with those who are local in your area to find out about them, to find out where they stand, to find out what laws or orders they're going to enforce upon you, enforce upon your family. If you've seen some of the reports that we've had, you can see where there are some police officers who aren't trained well, They're given a badge and a gun, and their first response to every incident, almost it seems like, (laughs) is to pull their gun out, even when there's no threat for them. This could be your teenager, your son, your daughter, your aunt, your uncle, your father or mother, your brother or your sister that runs up on one of these guys and forcing something like I showed you with the guy from the U.K., and they decide they want to take it a step. I mean, you can see the guy was ready to get in a fist fight with that with the young man over being out there. And he says, I'll just make something up on you. Well, we've seen that before, too, haven't we? I'll just make something up. And it looks like he's ready to get in a fist fight with the guy. We've got to bring everything into subjection to the knowledge of Christ. That is 
that is where our weapons are not the carnal ones. They're not knives. They're not guns. They're not tanks. And we do it now while we have relative peace here. We do that. And we tear down the strongholds. Some of us are tearing down the strongholds even in our own mind. They're things that have been built up in us by lies and false teachings. And we're to help other people by tearing those down. That's how we advance the kingdom of God. And we call them back to the Christ. We use the law to do that. Why? Because the law is always held up and it shows men they're sinners in need of a Savior. Same thing happens in the civil sphere. The law is to be held up so that when a person breaks the law, especially if it's a capital crime, let me give you the extreme here. If it's a capital crime, somebody murders somebody, and it's premeditated. There is a call for that person to repent. They're guilty. They're going to get, well, they should be getting justice. At least this was the way it was years ago. But they were going to get the death penalty very quickly, and they were called to repentance. In fact, somebody came in to give them the gospel, to say, this is why you need a Savior. Look at what you've done. You're facing the consequences of that. Now you're fixing to go meet the judge, but are you going to meet him as a judge? Are you going to meet him as a Savior? What are you going to do? Are you going to repent or are you going to stay in your sin? And that was the call. The same thing needs to happen here. President Trump, by calling you to repent, quit pushing this coronavirus task force thing that you've got going on every day. It's nonsense, and you know it. Quit putting these bozos up there like Fauci and Burks up there who don't care anything about us, we didn't elect them, and we didn't elect you to put them up there. Congress, repent. Quit signing these unlawful laws, pretended legislation as it was. Governors, quit issuing executive orders on essential and non-essential businesses that you have no authority to deem. Local, city, and county representatives, councils, Quit, quit making up things that you don't have authority to be involved in. Policemen, repent. Quit enforcing pretended law. And then last for us, the people, repent towards God. And do what He says to do, not what He doesn't say to do. Right? I'm a little long-winded on that. I, I got a lot of things in. I appreciate you guys sticking with me. And... Uh, we're out of time for today, but 23 hours. Lord willing, we're going to be back with you then. It'll be Friday. And until then, you guys take care. Have a great Thursday, and we'll see you then. <laughs>